recording on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. tell us what to do. Whoa. All right. So here we go. Beginning of Act One. <coughs> All right. Um, so let's see. We started off last time, uh, basically in the brown pants moment of uh, unleashing some unknown horror into the world by uh, trying to read a uh, script on a uh, prison and having that inadvertently open the prison. Annie, I just gotta say, what's with all this wee bullshit? I didn't touch the thing. It was definitely a group effort. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so after uh, pillaging, uh, for lack of a better word, all of the magical items in there and um, making uh, the person in there a little lighter. We uh, have brought them with us. We then returned to the surface. Um, on our way back up, we encountered a group of miners who were being held hostage, I guess, um, from a few remaining members of the uh, Sons of Red Jack. Um, Norwin used uh, some hold persons to kind of eh, encourage them to stop using them as hostages, while Annie and Earth encouraged them to stop being alive. Um, we then went outside to uh, utter chaos, um, well, ish, while the townsfolk who were squabbling about what they were going to do now that the Sons of Red Jack were no longer a, a problem, but also no longer protection for the town. Um, let's see here. Old Toby, the town watch guard, uh, was of the mind that, um, you know, they, uh, the, things were bad under the Sons of Red Jack, but at least, you know, it wasn't orcs and it wasn't, you know, raiders, and at least they knew what they were getting. And, uh, they, uh, not Mercurius, what's this other guy's name? John Weaver was basically saying, you know, we'll figure it out. It, it, it can't be worse than what they were doing to us, essentially. Um, so Earth kind of, and Exoria actually getting a little annoyed with them, said, you know, man up, give, throw some stones and, you know, deal with your problems. Urfiel jumping in saying, you know, maybe we'll, we'll find somebody better just to shut them up. Uh, also killed a few people, a few Sons of Red Jack, a little more violently and... Uh, Brutally than Norman was expecting. Efficiently uh, is efficient. the word you're looking for. Is choking someone out efficient? I don't know. <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Um, so then Earth started proceeding up toward the manor, which we, Annie and I thought, well, maybe he's going to go kill Conifer too. So we kind of, uh, Annie hypnotic patterned him while we had a little like back and forth. and Attacked me. <laughs> encouraged you to stay still for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then but Earth just uh, led us up to a hot spring where we decompressed, washed the gross everything out of our systems, uh, and then proceeded to go back down uh, to the Tavern Inn, where we met uh, the innkeeper, uh, Hilda Brackshaw, uh, who was reprimanding her son, irrelevant. Uh, and then we proceeded to go to bed essentially. Uh, during the night, while the three of us were uh, sleeping, Norwin took the first watch while he was uh, identifying a bunch of magical items that we had found, uh, Darby sleeping in the room next to us. 
Um, then uh, <laughs> Norwin went to wake up Urfael, but uh, this actually wound up being a dream sequence in which Urfael uh, saw this floating specter above the room. At, well, all of us did because we had been awoken at that point. And then uh, it basically brutally killed Anaxoria and then Norwin. Uh, then finally rousing Urfael to find out that none of that had happened. Um, so then we kind of, uh, but before too much had happened in that, that front, Norwin failed to notice right away that the, the specter was hanging just above Earth's form. Um, with some loud shouting and some uh, blood-curdling screams, uh, we jumped into action, which Anaxoria blasted it out with the um, uh, fragment of Elder Starlight. It seemed to scream, not like that too much, and kind of disappeared. Uh, this rose a lot of alarm because that was a high-pitched shrill scream. Darby ran over, essentially, to figure out what happened. We explained to him, you know, what had happened down below and what was going on. Um, he was going to write a message to uh, the Archlector, and he also procured or gave us a message, or more specifically gave Urfile a message from the Ark Collector saying, good job on doing that so quick. Uh, and that was so, great. Thank yep. you. <laughs> uh, yes, and so with it not seeming to show back up, we proceeded to continue our rest. However, Urfile had some trouble sleeping and um, wasn't able to find peace in the night day for his rest and we ended off just waking up essentially or you know with our sleep schedule on whack did i miss anything that was awesome that was very very no i think you got it all and very well done yeah oh thank you it helps when it was only two or three days ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> indeed so you wake up and fellows taking last watch and you three wake up to a uh, uh, ting, 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 ting sound of hammering on horseshoe. And you go, what is that? Who hammers in the middle of the night? Then you realize, no, it's actually mid-afternoon mid before proper dinner time here. Your sleep schedule is just completely off. So you all wake up at the same time. Norwin feeling concerned, but somewhat refreshed. Annie feeling the same. I, I imagine Earth just, no matter what, unable to truly rest, not feeling rested at all. And in fact, um, taking a bit, a bit of psychic damage as, as he woke up mm -hmm. as well. Your eyes are just red and bloodshot with bags on, under them as you found yourself every time you drift off, waking back up. Only because it's worth mentioning, remember that there's a whole dream sequence before Earth woke up Mm -hmm. and saw the thing and then killed you guys and all that stuff like that was a there was a whole dream sequence before that as well and oh especially, yeah especially those dreams about earth hanging hanging on and you pulling me down yeah i did pulling on me. laughing mm -hmm. and pulling on his legs until your neck snaps and then they go flying mm -hmm. spiraling into the air giggling like school yeah. children as earth has to bear their weight so mm -hmm. steven's like i tried to forget that <laughs> That also is why it felt more realistic because it, it was like you're waking up from a dream and then you're still in a dream and then you woke that up. Right? Yeah, the Inception does pretty good. Yeah, yep, indeed. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So you all wake up, <clears throat> ting, 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 waking up. But at least you got long enough rest. But Earth, you're still tired. Bags on your eyes, eyes red. Um, Darbellos is there, leaning. His he's sitting at there's a there's a desk here, um, and where he's sitting, um, just kind of taking notes of everything. You you just hear that of him writing quill on paper as you three wake up in, in unison from the sound of a nearby blacksmith. <sighs> well, good morning or whatever, I suppose. Yeah, get some sleep at least. <sighs> Not super restful, but it will suffice. How's good everybody enough. else feeling? Fine, but how about you, Earth? What's that now? How are you right. doing? Oh, well, I want to know what the fuck's going on. <clears throat> Indeed, this kind of puts a stitch in our plans a bit. Because if this thing is going to... travel with us or waylay our party that I think it's best to deal with it before we have other problems to deal with immediately. Other sharp and dangerous problems. So let's say we put something in our bellies, try to warm up a bit, and then head back in and see, find out what we can find. Down back in the, the room? The uh, prison? Where our friend came from, yeah. I think that wouldn't hurt. At least we know that... Actually, we should get... um, Maybe talk to the weavers or somebody in the town to make sure nothing else seems like a miss. You know, make sure that we're the only ones that are being um, hunted. Bothered? Yeah, I get you. Makes sense. Ask around a bit. Yeah. I mean, we can maybe handle this, but the townsfolk might not. So, we could yeah. always the talk hurt. to the head. We could always talk to the head we took, too. I, I'm very curious about what that head might know. But, you know, we also might... I guess that'll be up to you to determine if that would tap you out more than you are comfortable with, given what we've seen. But throwing it out as an option. We can talk to the townsfolk, but this thing has been sealed away that long, they might not know. Well, they just found it recently. Yep. Yes. If there was history or knowledge about it, I feel like it would have been in the care of the... um, sons already and jack would have known about something in that regard if they had records because they might not have cared about he didn't seem like the book learned type well the the baron might have had some kind of record on that but might have not heard to ask him as well yeah maybe there's but, like family folklore or something that's been passed down for generations i think talking to our uh, little friend is worth it I think so. At least we might know what we're dealing with. And maybe we'll have an idea of 
how imminent a threat it is. Bleeding hard for everyone else, but I can't sleep. You don't give a shit. Now that's why I'm concerned in part also. If you're, if you're having issues with your resting, that's going to wear down on you quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And given where we're going, we need all of us to be in our top form. Don't disagree. So, that and I don't think you relish the idea of that thing coming to play with you every night. Can't say that I do. Though I am, I am curious if, given that it didn't really make an appearance until we started resting, I do wonder if it can only be a win. Maybe it's attached to a host, and whenever that host is resting. It's a pretty big assumption to make about the powers of something we know nothing about. Yeah. Remember, like, them spiders that stepped in and out to catch Annie? Yeah. They could be watching good. us right now. Yeah, it could just easily pop in and out as easily as the spiders did. Who knows? But, you know, theories. Theories help us kind of ground way toward reality. Absolutely. Didn't mean to sound like I was griping. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Don't worry about it. I'm just... No. Annie, final call is yours. It's it's your voodoo. Agreed. I say let's go ask some of the townsfolk. Because if we don't have to burn something, we shouldn't. I think that makes sense. So, to the weaver, or even to the Baron, and then hopefully that will give us direction. If it doesn't, then yeah, let's talk to the Skull and figure out something to get rid of this thing. I think that's a good plan. One step at a time. Do you know how long the Weavers have been in this town? Like, their family? Does it go back generations, or...? They've been here for as long as the town. They were one of the first families that came to the settlement, right? Is that fair to say? As far as Earth knows, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's the family history Weaver will tell you anyways. Weaver seems like somebody who would keep up an oral tradition. So if there, and it doesn't seem like this is the kind of thing, well, I guess it would be either the kind of thing that would live on as ghost stories in this town or something that they would have buried in, uh, literally, and tried to forget, especially given how they had to contain it. But well, we won't know till we know, right? Yep. First step: breakfast, lunch, dinner, brunch, fist, food, food. Great. Hey, Josh. Yep. I can hear you knocking, but I can only hear it because of we're in the same house. To let you oh. know, I don't know if these two. Oh can no, I didn't. All, but there's no knocking coming over the microphone. Really? You guys can't. You guys can't hear this. Do it again. Oh yeah, oh, there I, I, I can, did. but it's it's so light mixed in with that other That's ambient right. noise that I was I thought it was part of that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't think of it as somebody knocking on the door. No, this like is, uh, this is the main. This is the only reason why in person is better. So I can yeah. tap things and you guys can hear it. No, you yeah. shut up. Or I thought maybe it was a nervous tick or something. No, um, <laughs> but you all hear a tapping at the window. Oh, at the window. That's why it wasn't like. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Got it. As you look. Um, well, there's curtains right now, clo- closing it. Moth-eaten 
old, disgusting like flower patterns, very, very 1960s, but um, <laughs> nice. you're not sure there's, there's something tapping at the window. Okay, I think Norman's close to the window, right? Is, that, is this the window here? Correct. Okay, um, I guess being right there, he'll kind of move the curtains and kind of peer out. You see a small white raven that's very poofed up, big old fluffy feathers. The can't came and see its neck and it looks at you and it just, and you can't hear, it's just going. <laughs> I will gingerly open the curtains. I will open the window. I will bow deeply and present. Uh, it, Icarus flies onto, <laughs> onto, your, onto your head and begins pulling hair out. Oh, I deserve this, I deserve this, I deserve this. And after a good couple beakfuls of strands, ah, ah, flies over to Annie and lands on your um, chest trying to Im immediately burrow down into your shirt. And I will Roll over in bed and lift up the covers for Trey. Sorry. I mean, I open up my shirt and let the bird go in. All right. As he kind of upside down goes down, you see something apparently tied to Icky's foot. A little hmm. piece of white paper. I will take it off. As you, he's dive, diving into your, your cleavage there, you grab a foot, remove this, and then let him burrow his way in. Norman, um, close the fucking window. It's freezing. Yep, closing. <clears throat> um, do you uh, open the paper, unfold it, and see? I it will. Says? I'll hold it up so you two can see it too. Icky had something. Mm -hmm. It's just in fine script, um, ink, black ink. It says. Icky got a love letter before you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I ain't bringing no one back from the bed. I'll kill Cut myself off. so none of you can live. No, 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 no. What's it say? What's it say? What's it say? It just says a few words. But please be more careful with him. I am yet limited. I will read it out loud while also staring at Norwin. Icky's head pops up from the top top of the shirt and is also giving you beady black eyes. And you've never, seen, you've never seen a bird squint before, but you're pretty sure Icky's mm -hmm. big round eyes are going. Norwin will use alter self to just shrink like about three feet. <laughs> <laughs> Look the same, but just shrink. <laughs> Well, I know it's cold out, but I suppose this time of day, it's as warm as it's going to get. Should we, should we go? Yeah, let's, let's go get breakfast on our food on the way out, and then let's just progress. Any chance you can reply to that message? Probably not. I don't have a bird to send it back. Just something you would like me to say. I'll be tomorrow? back tomorrow. I thought maybe we could ask her about it. Mm. This thing's old, and she's one of the oldest people we know. Can't Probably you ask one of your ancestors? Don't you think? I could, could try, you? but I don't think that would get me anywhere. Above table, I I can't. 
because I need a short rest to get it back and uh, can't short rest until this is gone. So makes sense. <clears throat> well, geez, get good. Yeah. I mean, if you want to sit here and waste 15 minutes while I get a leg cramp in the corner, we can do that. Isn't that <clears throat> what we usually do? It's <laughs> generally <laughs> uh, when I'm doing it. <laughs> no, you do it at the bar. There's a difference. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want do you want me to come along with this uh endeavor uh, of yours or shall I stay? I mean, do you have a fucking opinion? <clears throat> well, my fucking opinion would would, would be I, I would love to write to the arch lector, but I've already used all the juice in my in my quill for now. After a few more hours I can I can write to them. I, I wish I could give more details such as the home that, that I, have, I have written down, but it's too many damn words to just to send. Um, so lacking the time and resources to contact them this way, um, I plan on suggesting that, that the, the Inquisition sends a, a historian and a holy warrior here to examine the ancient prison as soon as possible. Um, but I will warn you that even at their quickest, it may take several days, three, four, five days before they can have the appropriate people and, and have them sent. Remember that Dornberg is not worth much right now to Agristone nor the Inquisition. The prize was stamping out the sons of Red Jack, not saving this town. So. Don't worry. I won't. I have a constant reminder. I'll point to the pretty, pretty necklace around my neck. He kind of winces a bit. He doesn't take joy in seeing that. He goes, yes, my apologies for that. So mm -hmm. unfortunately, my best bet right now would be to reach out to the, the arch lector as soon as I, I can and see what aid he can send. But I, don't, I think that your ideas are good. Is there anything I can do to aid you in this, inclu including talking to, to townsfolk? What I can't. Kind of, what kind of resources do you have at your disposal? You mentioned yesterday that you were going to take Junior's head and, and do something with it, or you, you had the means of extracting knowledge. Do you have the means of doing that with a head we have found? Actually, I was just going to ask the other sons of, of Red Jack that were alive if they recognized him. That's, that was it. I, I don't have the ability to, to speak with dead or anything of the sort like that. Ah, sure. Um, mine was my my idea was more mundane in nature. That's fair. Um, I will say that uh, Jack Junior tend to cover himself from head to toe, so maybe not even all the sons of Red Jack knew that he was a tiefling. Ah, let's see. I mean, you saw how shorn his horns were. You know, and he was wearing a helmet. But yes. Um, by the way. Uh, does Darbellos carry around like a spell book or does he seem like when I've seen him cast magic, does he seem like he's casting it in a way that a wizard would, or does he seem like he's casting it more like a way Annie would? Wizard. A wizard he does have okay. a spell book on him, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thought so. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. Unless you have any other means of extracting information or other spells at your disposal that you think would be helpful or means of getting information, I think we'll let you do your thing. Well, when it comes to interviewing and um, 
people that are alive, I, I, have, a few, I have a few things at my, my disposal. I can strongly suggest that they um, tell me the, the truth um, mm-hmm. and cooperate with, with the Inquisition in their own benefit. And furthermore, um, I, I have this. And he pulls out a necklace um, with like mm-hmm. an, an eye on it, one that you guys have seen um, uh. a couple times before now. Originally, it was on St. Janus, and then it was in the hands of... Um, Ludo and was used mm-hmm. to find out what your guys' fears were, the only actually what worked on Annie, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it sounds like it seems like it's made its way into Darbellus's grip. So, some sort of medallion that, in your experience, allowed one to de- detect thoughts. Interesting. So, okay. I, can, I can find out if, if one is lying to me, but again, this only works on the living. So, if they were trying to, pr- to protect J- Jack Jr., I sh- I'd be able to dis- discern the truth between these two techniques of mine, but uh, long shot, it may very well be, but still something uh, I plan on doing. What if we, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, all I was gonna say is what if we had to Bellos go talk to Conifer? Cause he's less likely to talk to us. I was gonna say, you got the job, so mm-hmm. we can get to stepping. That's a, something I should do, indeed. Um, do I have, do I have anything? As disgusting as it is, um, and he kind of takes the um, sheet off the bed and says, would you mind depositing the head in this parcel? Uh, Jack Jr.'s? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do we have that in the box or is that out? It's out. We didn't put anything in the box before going back. Okay. It's just sitting there. Look at you all. <laughs> <I'm> rotting. <laughs> Getting a little stinky. This doesn't mm-hmm. want to touch it, so you guys slap slap it in there. He folds it up and tie ties it tight. Oh, and he bundle. again like a little bindle, and he mm-hmm. um, he uses mage hand to actually pick it up, and <laughs> he just walks out. And this thing floating about about fifteen feet behind him, bumping into into walls and and, and whatnot unceremoniously as a uh, little bit of blood just kind of seeps through slowly and drips along his, along his way. So the Darbellos leaves to go speak with Conifer about this. Well, hopefully he'll do his thing and I think the Weavers will be more receptive to us. So why don't we do that? Sounds like a plan. All right, off we trot. All right. As, as you guys depart, the empty yeah. bottle, <laughs> bursting through walls. <laughs> um, you do your bit of a, a track, though not too long, only 10 minutes or so, up to uh, toward this area here, which should look familiar. And I will mm-hmm. describe shortly how, how it's changed in the past. Um, it, Eight hours or so, but on the way walking here, Amani, mm-hmm. you get you hear something in your 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 head. It's that same um, tiefling eight, um, voice as B before Celeria's aid, um, and it says he says from Lady Irtain, when will you be back? The buzz is growing louder by the hour in the city. Will you be back in time for the gala? Gala's in a fortnight, right? Mm-hmm. End of day or something like that? Like, it was a little yeah. over two weeks. Yeah, it's on the 7th. 
It was exactly uh, two weeks from, from when you got the collar put on. Okay. So about 12 more days. No, no, sorry, the sixth. We should be back by the gala. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Sounds good. <laughs> you guys coming up this away here. Um, Annie, feel free to, to update your, your HP there if you, if you got more of that. All, all you guys, I suppose, if you have any more. Mm -hmm. um, as you guys are walking through the town, a few things of note. Um, one is the biting cold wind that's, that is passing through today. The fact that it's a bit more, more overcast than it was the, the, the previous day. Sun's still up, but without the, with the cloud cover there, it just has that feeling of being a bit colder than before. Would all our stuff be mended? I don't know how fast those needles work. Yep, all your clothes they are. They should be, yeah. Okay. Yep. They stitch I, I pretty quick. I just want to make sure I'm all bundled up then. Okay. You are mm -hmm. all bundled up on top. Now run as a tabaxi then. <laughs> um, Earth, as you as you are leaving the the tavern in the previous image, um, first of all, you guys see that in the ta tavern, there's actually maybe I'll just put you guys back there for a second here, um, because that message from Silurius Aid would have come while you guys were actually here. Um, there, this ta tavern here is populated. There's, it is, after all, time for, for drinks and whatever else. And people are, are, are talking, and there's fairly um, loud discussion happening, happening here. And you, as you're trudging down the steps, you hear things from all clearly talking about what happened, what should be done, and the people sleeping just above. And the, the, the moment that they hear <laughs> your, foot, your footsteps, it's, uh, the tavern gets simultaneously more quiet and simultaneously louder as conversation shifts. And there's about you know, 10 or so people here, including the, um, the um, barmaid and, and her son. And as you guys step down the stairs here above, um, in, in, indeed, all eyes are pretty much um, on you. They're not staring directly. There are a lot of furtive glances and then oh, back to my ale sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. There's one figure at a seat here, his back toward, toward you. Um, and he's wearing a full hood and garb like a grayish brownish dirty cloak that's tattered and almost like rags near the bottom and he's just hunched over um nobody else seems to be paying him any attention at all but earth it sort of just catches your eye his back being toward you right now 
And I'm sorry, where is, where is he sitting again? Right here. The door was right here. It's right here. Okay. Um, can you kind of tell me like why I recognize him? You don't. It's just an, it seems like an oddity in this place where nobody else is wearing such things and everybody oh, else okay. looks and turns to sort of, you know, everybody else is, is doing this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And this figure, you just, the back, completely hooded. You don't see any flesh or anything, just a, a figure. I'm, all, all I'm saying is that Starter just strikes you as a little bit odd in comparison. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna whisper to Annie then. <clears throat> you ready to put Icky to work? Always. Annie, you don't see this. You don't know what he's ta talking about at all. Yep. I'm still down for it. <laughs> <clears throat> see that guy over there in the corner? No. Which which one? There are a lot of guys in corners here. The sod <laughs> that is wearing the cloak in the corner. The one that doesn't. Look at everyone else here, and now look over there. Oh my god. Can't you point with your fingers like a civilized man? <laughs> and I'm gonna just say that fucker and point then, if that's what she wants me to do. Is he, yeah. All heads, again, sort of like, like look over like, and there's like a jerking action, like if you make a loud sound around a dog. Like, oh yeah. How is that? Everyone kind of just goes, and like squeeze their chair back a little bit. Just seeing you point and there are a lot of eyes follow, see what you're pointing at. And they look back at you a little bit confused. And Annie, you don't see anything there. And Earth, you see it clear as day, but it doesn't move, doesn't shift, doesn't even breathe, it seems. So I don't even see with him pointing. Nope. Earth, there is nothing there. I don't know what you're talking about. Norman, same for you, by the, by, by the way. You I assumed, yeah, but he's... <laughs> yeah, you fuckers are funny. Whatever. Let's just go. You don't trust... You don't trust your eyes. If there's something there, then why don't we go talk to it? If there's somebody there that we can't see, and you can... And, I, and that is a lead. Grumpily go across to the hooded person, and <clears throat> no one's gonna this. prepare a do produce flame just in case, just kind of like behind his back. Okay. Mm -hmm. What what do you want to do, Earth specifically? What am I gonna do specifically? Yeah, you said that you're going to stomp over there, but then the Will Smith pose. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'll do specifically. You guys still don't, just a just an empty stool. Nobody else at the ta table, but now all all eyes are on you, and no longer furtive. Now they're just watching, going, "What the hell is?" And then I'm going to look around at everyone very kind of angrily, kind of, you know, getting frustrated and be like, you fuckers got something to say? And I'll walk up to the stool and see there's nothing there, Earth, and then I will sit down on the stool. As she sits on the stool, Earth, you see the body. 
as she as if she hits it like it's really there and you're like oh, what, what, what are you doing like she her butt hits it and it crumples and falls and the only thing of substance is the the head that as it falls and hits the table and rolls you see your brother's head staring at you and the, the cloak just falls like um, like like Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Vader style mm-hmm. and spiders just <laughs> hundreds, thousands of black spiders. You hear the skittering as they crawl through every corner, every crevice of this place and then vanish. And as you blink, the head's gone. Everything's gone just the way that it was. It happened so fast you could hardly act other than See, nothing is here. You're right. I'm just tired. Let's go talk to Weaver. Smell flame. Behind back. And then All right. Then And then as we're leaving I'm gonna say around on us. Someone. I'll uh, I'll go put a, a platinum on the table. Uh, let me rephrase that. Darbellos. <laughs> he's he's, long a, he's not here. Yeah, he oh left, shit! Remember? That's right. He left. He's not with us. Never mind. Sorry. Well, we got this one. We got this one. All right. Yeah, I'll platinum. still put a platinum on the table. <sighs> Everyone kind of like looks at it. Blink, 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 blink. And Hilda says, "Right, round on the heroes." And she she, she holds up up the the, the platinum puts it in in her ample bosom and begins to just pour and people kind of go okay okay you know this guy's crazy but he's crazy for beer i can or for <laughs> ale mm-hmm. all right with that said now you guys head out um as you're leaving andy you get that message i said pre- previously you reply as you did very nicely now you after yourself too annie What was that about? Oh, Lady Irritane has been asking when we'll be back. Apparently, we're the talk of the town. Oh, you were going to have a meeting with her, weren't you? Yeah, I was. But that's okay. She got my message, and I had told her we'll all be back for the gala. Right. Okay. Right, the gala. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Imitating Feather's cadence. <laughs> because you're not taxi. Yep. <laughs> All right. Off to Weaver. Yep. Off to Weaver. As you guys are walking up, at least the, the last place that you that you saw him. Um, Earth, make a perception check. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, just what what's your passive perception? Do, do, do you have plus one? Okay. As you're walking up here, we, we can see. On, on the map, just as you are turning this sort of corner here, or to your left in, in this area, you see a small figure just get her across. Almost childlike in size on all fours. I'm going to mumble to myself. Don't trust your eyes. Don't trust what you see. I'm just going to ignore it and keep walking, looking for Weaver. Okay. 
as you go further in, there is plenty of hubbub to hear. Um, actually, there's a fairly significant amount of sound um, happening right around the jailhouse. There are several people out here, 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 talking amongst themselves. As they see you, they all quiet. But around the jailhouse, we have upwards of 10 or so people outside, and the door is open, and they're just clamoring. And you can hear that, you can see that there's, and hear that there's more people inside the, the, the jailhouse as, as well. And what you hear is basically a, um, arguments. And what to do with them, um, there's some, some shouts, hang them up, it's what, what they deserve. You saw what they did up at the Baron State. And... <clears throat> Then you, you hear a female voice say, hasn't there been enough bloodshed today, for the last year, for the last two years? And it's just a, a din of sound coming from over here. You don't see any bodies. There's still plenty of blood and heather stains and the such in this whole area. Remember how many dead bodies there were before I cleaned it up. You don't know where those bodies went, you also don't, although there's a lot of blood smears um, that sort of direct you um, toward certain domiciles over here or alleyways. Um, but there's no sons of Red Jack. There, there were a couple that, that were still alive when, when last you were here, and right now there is not. It seems like all the commotion is happening within the, the jailhouse right now. Toward the commotion? That's probably our best bet to find town impromptu leader. Let's do it. All right. As you guys head into the jailhouse, you see, um, well, first of all, as you head toward the jailhouse, there is a see essentially to 10, 12 people outside, all peeking in, you know, trying to fight. Hang him, hang the bank bastards. And one of them, as you guys are stepping near, tap, tap, taps, two of them on the shoulder and they, they turn and say, what? And they turn and say, see you. And it's like a, a wave, a ripple. They go, and as they grab, Others and they they jerk jerk their heads and see you. Everybody that sees you three walking up, uh, quiet and part for you. Allowing. Um, go ahead. I'm going to make my eyes just pitch black. No green. Okay. Mm -hmm. As you all step through the crowd here and enter the open door to the jail house proper mm -hmm. you see that there is a solid 40 or so people in here right now 40 or so town folk men women of all sorts of ages uh, um, mostly humans um, some dwarves maybe one or two uh, two elves um, the proprietor of, of the um, bunker uh, basement is here that gnomish fellow on Briggle Pennant, as well as a figure 
um, a an older woman wearing dirty um, holy vestments, like uh, basically what what would serve as clergy in this small small town seems to be here as well and you can't make sense of what the hell people are saying there's just a whole slew of of, of things being said but you do see right this bench here the the, the rightmost bench um, you do see John Weaver um, sitting there just looking at his hands as his son Gregory is kneeling on the uh, kneeling on the ground be before him, putting his stronger hands on his his emaciated old uh, old father's shoulder, and is talking. But it's just so much sound right now that it's it's hard to make out. But you do hear some several things as you walk in. Um, people in here haven't seen you you, you all yet. Um, Gregory stands and tries to calm the mat the masses, and he says. <clears throat> Says, Father said this should be a time for separating ourselves from the madness of late, not falling back into it head, head first. This is what they deserve. They killed my husband. And you see within the jail cells here, all four of them are occupied. The doors have been set back um, from, from, from the ones that you, that you guys had forcibly pried open. Mm hmm and in the top one here, there are two figures that you recognize as the two living sons of Red Jack that had been tied up. And from the looks of them, they're still, they have, have not been divested of those ropes. They're still around their ankles and their wrists. And they are in that cell together, quiet, just backs against the stone walls, heads slumped down. But the other three are also occupied by people Right, right now. In the second one from the top, there's a, a middle-aged human woman with a fierce look about, about her, tangles of, of blonde hair, almost feral looking in a sense. The third one down is a young, young dwarf. And when I say young, it's probably older than Norman and Annie, but that's still a child in, in dwarfish terms. Um, his, he barely even has a beard. It's, it's, it's only an, an inch long, which he essentially makes Earth's look downright regal in comparison. And the bottom one here ha has an, an elven male that looks adult, but it's really hard to tell with elves. And Claymore looked adult, but she was essentially a child to, to, to her people as well. It's just much harder to, to tell. And ours. For them. <laughs> um, all of them are wearing um, red is a predominant coloration on their outfits. And as Gregory um, Weaver says that, there's a, a woman civilian here who, who points and says, this is what they deserve. They killed my husband. And the woman um, in the cell um, says, we didn't kill no one. She spits and says, well, no one here at least. I ain't lifted a blade except for making dinner since we got to this piss-filled town. The elf in the cell says, Jack took us in and gave us a purpose. He never asked for explanation, only that we would swear allegiance to him. And in return, he'd swear his to us. And that's what he did. He took in those with nowhere else to go, gave them 
purpose and we lived. If not for him and the sons, I'd be long dead. A different civilian shouts out, Yes, but without you and the sons, my son would be alive. You fucking thieves expect pity from us? And the, the woman, um, son of Jack, says, Don't expect pity, with a sneer. Just don't blame us for your misery or what you're going, going to do to us. Whether or not we were with the sons does not change what Jack would have done. So whatever you're about to do, don't blame anyone but yourselves. The, the, the elven fellow in the cell shushes her and says, we're back to having nothing, but at least we have our lives. Let us keep that one final thing and we'll leave you all alone. Well, what do we do anyway? There's no vengeance for us to take on you. You're not our enemies, even if ours were yours. I ask for mercy and promise you that mercy will give you more peace of mind than our blood ever will. Fuck you and your mercy, swine. You can't just cower under the guise of following orders and think that lets you wriggle, uh, wriggle out of what's coming. Another one, one says, well, let's keep them, imprison them like civilized people. We're not execu executioners. Another, another one shouts, I'm not putting a single slice of bread in those fuckers' mouths. And that, that old clergywoman with the, with the um, vestments, a symbol of Boldre on her chest. Um, she calls for peace, peace, and actually brings um, a water bucket and ladle to them. The woman refuses, the dwarven um, fellow kind of looks unsure, but the elf um, thank, like accepts the ladle through the bars and drinks his fill and says thank you as he, he hands it back. And then there's just whispers. All the people are just two, two sides here of peace, kill them, imprison them, them forever, let them go. Chaos reigns here. And John, John Weaver just looks exhausted for it. And Earth, in your head, you hear Blood's voice say, Good, more of them just like you want it. Let me drink them dry. A deep purr-like growl in your, in your head, deeper than Blood's voice, in an old dwarvish dialect like the grinding of stones says simply, do it. And a third voice, barely a whisper, in your ear, not in your head, but in your ear says, so that's what you guys all get as you walk in that was a lot of talk but it's chaos in here and that's just the no totally that's happening um <laughs> earth doesn't need us he's a party on his own <laughs> yep a lot of shouting out here a lot of shouting in here it's just it's a good day it's a good day yep <laughs> what do you all do uh, well, we found that guy. Once they hear you talk, people turn, and it's kind of like what happened outside. The uh, There's a lot of shoulder slapping and elbow pinching and, you know, hushing and people quiet. And within 10 seconds, most everyone has stopped yelling or talking and are kind of all looking at you three that have just entered and give you guys wide berth. Um, John Weaver looks up. 
and just sighs almost thankfully that, that you're here and there's some peace and, and quiet. Mm. Um, interrupting something, are we? Just a civil council discussion. I see. And what is the council discussing other from screams of murder and mercy? Well, what to what what to do with a bunch of murderers? You think they're gonna, they're gonna get mercy? You f finish where you started. Finish where you started. They don't deserve anything. And then I like, oh, calm down, and it just rises up again, just like that, like um, I'm going to flip the nearest table or chair or whatever I can grab or make whatever to make a big ruckus. There's actually three people sitting on that bench right bench right there, and with one hand you grab it and flip it, <laughs> and they all go ah, <laughs> and silence once again. <clears throat> Rain. And whoever that one was like, finish what you started, that person, I'm going to look at him and say, if you want him dead, pick up steel and do it your fucking self. I, I would. I will. Give me a damn, give me a damn blade and I will, but they, they won't let me. And indeed, there's several people, including the, uh, the um, um, priestess of Boldre that is um, now giving water to the um, Dorvish fellow in the third cell from the top who's now accepting that saying that's not poison or something crazy. Um, and John um, Weaver ho holds up his hand and says, peace, peace. At least we need to have peace and make an informed decision, not let our emotions reign us this day. Didn't you all want people to protect you anyway? What would be the matter with asking them to renounce the son of Jax, never take up that name again, and if they accept, they can be part of the town guard. Maybe train the people who are here. You have enough swords. Here are your trainers. Uh, that woman, apparently with the uh, dead husband and son, uh, um, looks at you almost like you slapped her in the, in the, in the face, and she says, oh, so... Let's not kill them. Instead, let's have them live here among us, give them weapons, give them power over us. You think we're going to trust them for anything? She just has wild eyes right now, and they're brimming with tears. And people, again, call for you know, peace and calm. The sound comes up and comes down but like, like, like waves in here. But some people do seem to respond to what you said and, and nod their heads. And, and you hear some quieter voices say, we do need some, we need help. If they're truly, if they weren't the ones that came in and if they haven't killed any of, any of us, we, we all have dark pasts, but maybe there's something to that. Oh, you're you gonna listen to the devil girl. Have you seen her, her eye? She's probably just Excuse like that. Excuse me, ma'am. Do you know if any of these four killed your husband themselves? Because if we're just killing anyone who's associated with anything, then Urfiel over here, I think, would be very happy to kill all of you. Doesn't sound like his time in this town was that great. You don't seem like that great of people. But no, we're showing mercy upon you. And perhaps you should take a page out of the book and learn how to close your mouth. Besides, if you've never taken life, then you do not know the weight that it bears upon you. 
That too. It is easy to take life. It is extremely hard to give it back. Well, you all sure seem to be doing a good, good job of that, considering all the, all the bodies that we had to, to drag and will be burned tonight. We and have I, our reasons. Oh, I'm not complaining by any means. I'm sim- simply saying that uh, the burden of death seems to be something that y'all are very, very familiar with. Then it should weigh heavily upon you when we're unwilling to take on this additional burden. If we're not willing to do this, but we could do all of that. Well, where's the line drawn? And this is, whenever I change accents, obviously I'm changing <laughs> people talking. That's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's the same no, person. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. Changing. Josh is really <laughs> shitty. That's first of all. No, this, just, this one you. crazy guy in town. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. It's just a uh, shoe from uh, uh, Avatar. <laughs> and dock shoe and boat shoe. <laughs> Yeah. First of all, they, they, they took me fucking charms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Peter. He's back. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, he goes, why, why is the line drawn here? Where, where do you draw the, the line? You killed 68 people out, uh, out there less than a day ago. But, but you're going to draw the line on these five? They're not shooting at us, and a line has to be drawn somewhere, and we chose where to draw our own line, and I suppose you can choose where to draw yours. John Weaver but looks up. I can say when I feel like your line is stupid. John Weaver looks up and looks at Earth and says, where is that line yesterday when you took the next in your hands and smash the brains upon the stonework. difference between me and you people is when I decide to do something, I don't sit down with a fucking committee. I step up and I do what I think needs to be done. I don't answer to anyone but myself. So if you think they should live, then get these people that want to kill them the fuck out of here. And if you think they should die, then you step up and do something about it. Tell you my patience is wearing real thin. I have a proposal to make to all of you here. And everybody quiets down, John not having uh, much strength in his voice, but they, they, they do still bend an ear to him even if they're not, they don't, they don't agree with him, at least for now. And he goes, it's too much to ask, so. I won't ask any of you three to do the deed, but I would ask, this decision is too much. It will fracture this, this town. What would you do? We'll do the deed, whichever it is, but I want to talk about committee. There's, there's three of you. Individually, what would each of you do in our scenario? I think those of us here understand that these are outsiders and they will not, no, will not stay along. It's not their job to stay along. But this decision of what life to take is too much for us. If we can hand it into the purview of others, we can at least agree. Curse them if you will, but they, they won't be here. The decision comes from outside. At least this way we'll have peace amongst ourselves. 
people grumble and then go, okay. And then unfortunately you guys have people turning to you beginning to go "Ah," and the woman explaining frantically about her, her husband and son, how she's lost them on then other people, people saying, this isn't something we should do. They're prisoners. They came to us and surrendered. Those three came to us and surrendered. I can't speak for those two that, that were taught, that were taught and attacked. With Samaturchi, I'm going to yell silent as loud as I can. Three times your normal screaming voice, so that's very loud. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. A boulder begins to fall from a thousand <laughs> miles away. And silence! And all of them quiet as they look at the tiefling girl, eyes black. Thank you. John says, and this is precisely why the decision left in our hands will fracture and destroy us. I ask for silence of the people of this town, the citizens of Dornburg. These people have liberated us, whether you agree with it or not, he says, pointedly looking over at old Toby, who's sitting at a, ta- at a, a table drinking from a, a tankard, watching all this with arms crossed. Whether you agree or not, it has happened. Let's let this final decision be theirs to make. And John Weaver looks at you three and says, help us this one last way, please. What would you have us do? Who wants to go first? How about you, Urfile? You have no committee, so you don't need to listen to our points. It's <laughs> <laughs> valid. Perfect. Let me drink them. It will be easy. It will be over quickly. And then another voice, again, a whisper in your other, your other ear saying, you waited for this for so long. Finish it, or it will haunt you forever. No third one? No, Okay. I was just waiting for that third one. I was like, I was just kind of like, oh, oh, oh. I will say (laughs) that you get the impression of Gumash still simmering just under the edge. The presence, even even if he's not talkative. You get that impression of do it. Like a Nike commercial. Do it. <laughs> just, just, do it. just do Shia, it. I'm, I'm just seeing Shia. Just do it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> don't let these fools be fools. <laughs> I don't think you're all going to want to hear what I have to say. Because I think you forget who I am. Who. <sighs> the fucking steel storm. Everything that breathes, I stop the breath of. Only reason I haven't killed these shits in these cages is because I don't want to. But if I change my fucking mind, I will. Does that solve any goddamn problems? No. If you want to solve your own goddamn problems, do it. Just do it. before and now you have the chance just before you are you as weak now as you were those years ago they killed her remember 
Is, is anybody else going to say anything? I guess is my question. Like, do you guys want? Do you guys want to say anything? I didn't want to interrupt you, but you were going on with Josh at the moment. No, totally. I just I assume this would happen be happening like instantly. Yeah. Yes, that's just what I wanted to clarify <laughs> that it wasn't like he's just standing there being like, "All right, I said my piece," and there's silence, and I'm just listening to the voice in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. The voice is prob- probably whispering in your other ear now while Norwin or Annie are speaking. Uh, what do you think I think give them a chance to repent none of us are sinless and by killing them your sons and fathers and others will not come back nor your husbands but by keeping them putting them to work with reconciliation and remediation making them a part of the town and training in others they can help you avoid losing more of your sons, more of your daughters, more of your husbands. Mm-hmm. I think if they are truly willing to repent, renounce, and work towards this, which will be a judgment call on you if you feel they are actually remorseful, then I think there's a chance, which maybe some of them won't, like that bitch in there, but then you kill the ones who are unwilling to do that, and the rest can be put to use. Mm-hmm. They were looking for a purpose. Give them one. Um, while she's talking, once she gets on to that whole thing about no one's sinless, yada yada, I'm just Earth's gonna be pacing in front of the the cells. And then when you're done, it's gonna be like <clears throat> So let's find out who's a sinner. Well, we're all sinners, Earth. You're the one who goes to church. You should know that. Let's find out who's willing to pray. (laughs) As you pace in front of the cells, you notice as you walk from, from, from top to bottom and then you turn around, you notice that there are bloody footprints following you. And as you walk the opposite way, you notice that you leave bloody footprints with every step that you take. And as you pace more and more across, they just get more and more and more. Nobody else seems to react to it. I'm just going to do one of those things where I kind of shake it off because believe it or not, now that he's got people scared of him, Earth was a little tired and sluggish this morning, but you see him kind of starting to perk up like he's had his morning coffee almost kind of thing. <laughs> I'm waiting for, oh, uh, if, if none of the prisoners are going to say anything when I'm walking in front of them, I'm going to pick a cell at random, kick it very hard, and yell, speak! Which cell did you want to, to, to pick? Uh, the one I'm in front of right now. Okay, so the, the youngish Dwarven uh, fellow just <laughs> jumps and goes, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Do you repent? Will you renounce? I, 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 I renounce, I renounce. Do you feel remorseful? I, I do. And list your sins while with the sons. Lay them bare before the town. What are you sorry for? Uh, I, joined, I joined the sons because I was a, because I stole over in the east and uh, stole from the town where the military was, bad idea and uh we're gonna 
string me up or what whatnot found the the sons and they they took me in and the the things I've done with them I'm not entirely proud of such as the occupation of of Dornberg here I I, I'm sure that that the sons have done things that that uh, are most uncouth I know that they came I guess we came and we killed many of the men here those that were strong enough to take up arms against us or that could have been even though they they didn't uh, that that lady's uh son and husband both and others i i, I repent I, I i repent i didn't lift the, the the blade i didn't draw the knife across their throats i uh, I, 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 I do not nobody. want to hear excuses nor do i want to hear the sins you think the group did we're talking about you my sins we cannot save you, son, if you're not honest. Kind of looks to the right at the woman, more fair woman there who just looks staring at him, looks to the left where the elven fellow is nodding encouragingly. He looks back at Irv standing there before his area and you and Norwin and everybody else scanned that who are now just all eyes on this one figure and he just goes, I, I, I killed a man. I did. Oh, occupied, uh, well, while we were traveling with the sons, we came across a caravan of goods. We were, didn't have much at the, the, the time. And uh, Jack said it would be a, uh, a good time for me to uh, pop my, my, my cherry, he said. And when I asked him what he meant, he, he meant it's time to go to turn red. So we took over the caravan and I killed I killed the old the old man in charge of it. it was my first and my only and uh, I haven't earned my name yet, my moniker yet, but I did have to put my my hand in his butt and stamp my myself and he kind of he's got like you know, like a um simple fur. Um, a cloak, not like cloak, but like you know, a, a, a wrap sort of thing over his shoulder, and he just kind of points, and it's very, very light red. Like you know, red doesn't go very well on dark, like wolf fur, but you can kind of see the blood specks there, and he gestures to where he did it. So yeah, I, I killed a man, an innocent, an innocent man who was just making his way. For no other for no other reason than being being told to. I'm going to inside check that. Nope. <laughs> Mine's like plus five. I think it is. Yeah, I mean it sounds like it could be legitimate. I'm going to look at Earth, and I'm going to go. You're from the bars. What do you think? 
Does it sound good enough for you? I was just looking for a way to to get to get away. And if I can stay here, then then I'll help. I'll do what this town needs, whatever they they need. I I know I'm I'm with a group that has a lot to make up for, and. I'm sorry. Earth's gonna reach his hands to the bars and like kind of gesture for the young kid to come here, come here, come here. He it's does fine. not want to. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's fine. Come here, come here. He takes a step forward and he just stands just out of your reach, just out of your furthest reach. Looking at you with terror in his, his eyes. And you just, just hear, why are we wasting time? Do it. And you hear, break his wrists. And I'm, eh, eh, eh. oh, sorry, finish, what? I'll never hold a sword again. Break his wrists, it'll be easy. And I'm going to kind of show my hands and be like, see, look, look. I was like, I got plenty of blood on my hands, but what do you see? Scars? Calluses? Really, Nothing's really thick fingers? Nothing special, right? Now let me see, let me see your hands. Which one did you make the mark with? And is he close enough I can grab him now? Uh, make a dexterity check. See if you can just, just Probably not. finagle yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, fat net. <laughs> Very good. Oh, but Ty goes to the attacker? Ty goes to the aggressor here. So yeah, he almost, he holds up his hand and he looks past you. And just as he looks past you, you reach in quickly and you kind of twist yourself just, and you just get his uh, He's just about to get away and an almost red spectral hand just closes <laughs> that last bit of a tiny gap and holds his hand close. But then it's like, and then I got it. Yep, that works. exactly that. Yep. <laughs> you now have his hand, not as graceful as, but you have his fingers like this, and he just kind of comes all the way forward and almost drops to a knee, but doesn't, just like looking at you, terrified. Please, please, and please, 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 do it. Can, I'm going to pull that hand through the bar and then snap my fingers so blood comes out. And unless somebody stops me or anything happens, Does I'm going to try to do anything. Profile. How is he going to teach them how to use a sword with no sword hand? Do you think this shit's any good with a sword? The elven fellow has his hands up against the bars right now and says, please don't, don't, don't. He has he's hardly done, done anything. Please, have mercy. <clears throat> Vinter, it'll be okay. Vinter, it'll be okay. The Vinter apparently is just looking at you 
and your fingers like just beginning to snap. I'm gonna start to bend his fingers back and I'm gonna say, you have five seconds to give me, a, or four seconds to give me a reason to let him keep it. One. Who are you saying that to? To anybody, to any, like I'm just saying it to the room and I'm, then I break the first finger. He's young. Ugh. Think of all the stupid things you had done at that age. It's one. He's willing to find a place here. He's willing to find a place. He's willing to work to repent for what he has done. We are certainly not without bloodshed. We have come here on orders to kill. Do it! Kill him! Kill him! Voices are calling. Mm-hmm. No, this isn't the way! Peace! The, um, the, um, Priestess of Boldre comes up, not touching you, but close enough that you can see her. And she goes, peace, peace, this isn't the way. Torturing, this isn't the way. Maiming. But you still hear blood and the other other voice saying, George, finish it, it's easy. And then the whispery one in your ear, going, you don't want to be weak again. Showing weakness. Is not what you should do. Uh, I'm going to pull him in as close as I can. <gasps> and then I'm going to kind of just whisper to him and say, I'll let you keep it. But if I hear you misuse it again, I'll be back for your fucking head. And then I'll try to break all the rest of his fingers if I can. But I'll leave, I'll leave the hand. Okay. So just like a hyperextend, I guess. It'd be hard to sure. break them that way, but All you get my right. point. You hyperextend enough, you, you, <laughs> feel, you feel a few of them pop and dislocate, and he just, ah, there's like a little, as you, he just crumples to the ground, and you let go, and he kind of just has a mangled backward hand that he is holding, and um, oh. and then he scurries back, he, he kicks, his, he puts his heels, and he put on his butt, and he scoots back to the back wall, and he just screams, and the, the elf is like, Vinter, Vinter, you're fine, you're fine, they'll heal. And, he and then I'm going to turn to the room and just say, everybody needs to stop fucking telling me what to do. God. Everybody. And I'm going to even like look up at blood when I say it. <laughs> blood says, I thought this is what you wanted. And the other voice says, he doesn't know what he wants. I do. Norwin, any chance you can heal his hand, or are you? I'll at least set the bones right. And Norwin will, like, get some cloth out of his bag, and then he'll, like, basically get what he needs to, like, immobilize the hand and kind of make a splint for it to heal. Don't you waste any magic on him. He needs time to learn his lesson. I'm not wasting magic. I'm just making sure that he can use it to some extent after this. Broken fingers heal fine. And as Earth does this, you hear click, 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 click. Well, actually, I got a new body, so you don't, you don't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> new body, who exactly. did? New body, who did? Every, see? Everything works great. Mm-hmm. Everybody just needs a fancy elf friend. It can, act as, it can act as a reminder, but he will feel this for years to come. Whenever the seasons change, whenever the humidity changes, he'll feel the pressure in his digits. And I'm sure he will think on that 
as I'll look at him. But we will make sure that at least he is able to do good with the hands as well. I've even heard a rumor that every time your joints hurt, the one's broken by earth, it means he's coming back for your head. So you should be <laughs> careful. There you go. And so Norman will, will kneel down and say to, to the guy and say, let me at least set your hand right. Seems very reluctant. Um, but then they actually open up the um, cell. One of them comes mm-hmm. over and opens up the cell door so you can come in. And he just kind of holds out his hand, the fingers bent backwards, shaking. Okay. And Norman will take out like a little like stick or something. He'll take out Scipio's wand and say, uh, hold this in your mouth for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Norman will, yeah, Norman will uh, then, you know, as quick as he can set each one. Go ahead uh, and make a medicine check. Uh, 22, only. Oh, plus 15, Dave? Yeah, that's what Norman <laughs> is spec'd for. Yeah. No, it's great. All right, I'll so you... Right Sorry. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so you, you, you snap them back and you begin to bind them as he just kind of cries silent tears, biting mm-hmm. big divots into the, the wand, mm-hmm. his, his mouth. Well, the fun thing about it is if it's magical, it probably can't be destroyed. True. So, True. so it's a good biting stick. <laughs> good yeah. biting stick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if arcane focuses are technically magical. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was a plus one or something. I guess you would have said if it was. Then yeah. never mind. <laughs> I just assumed everything would. In case it breaks, or the kid's head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like breaking the staff of the magi. Over your- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once um once he's done and saying how does how does that feel? Is that I'm doing all right now? It's better. Okay. And I'll I'll give him the 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 spiel about you know like you know keep this on for you know x number of weeks you know and then afterward don't lift more than like ten pounds or something for a couple weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank then, you. Uh, yeah, I'll just take the wand back. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I think you got the point. While you were doing that, um, quick, Rachel's returning. So while you're setting the bones and joints and whatnot, um, which will take a few minutes at least, mm-hmm. Irf and Annie, what are you guys doing? Gonna look to Annie with almost a like kind of wicked grin, be like, move on to center number two. I think you should go for the woman. That might satisfy you a bit. I'm more interested in the big man over here, and I'm gonna go up to the elf who is all like interjecting, we'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. No one turns this back for five minutes. <laughs> 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 all right, number two, you're up. You want to know my sins? Everything. Been with the Sons of Jack for a decade. Mostly working in the in the western uh, peninsula area, uh, Runwald, but all all the way up through Scarland, Runwald. Um, I haven't made my way east. I um, just met 
winter here when Jack was gathering all of his disparate groups here to Dornberg said he finally had a, had a place for us to live as a, as a family together. But in my decade, I've, I've, done, I've done bad things. Of course, I've stolen, I've killed my fair share. But the core, I was an accountant. I kept track of the gold. I have not been involved in, every, everybody has to have a, a kill. That's the rite of passage. Everybody has to have one handprint, at least. That's the rite of passage. But he took me in, they took me in, mostly due, due to my skill with um, numbers and the fact that I was a wanted man, um, unrelated reasons to the sons of, of, of Red Jack, but they took me in and I became their accountant. And yeah, we've stolen, I've stolen, I have personally stolen money from those who needed it far more. I've killed three in my decade with, with, with the sons and one, one before that, which- You've never stopped before. to think that what you're doing is wrong. Never questioned? Oh no, oh, that's, I don't mean to imply that I haven't questioned if what I'm doing is wrong, but when you put yourselves in the mercy of the Inquisition or the military and being strung up. Yes, I killed someone. And because of that, I was wanted man by the, by the town guard. And of course the Inquisition, if they ever got, if they ever got that high, which I very much doubt it, it ever would, but it was an accident. My initial, my first kill was a act of passion. It was an act truly an accident, but doesn't matter. I was wanted man. I would have been strung up for murder. So I took what I could. Do I regret the things I've done? Yes. Do I regret that first kill that led me down this path? Yes, of course I do. That's not the question. I wish I wasn't here right now, but sometimes you find yourselves, I think most of the sons found themselves in a very similar boat. Some of them enjoyed it more. So if you're an accountant, how could you help this town? What, what use would you have? Well, towns, um, especially a mining town, I imagine they have need of, they produce, they have need of um, a, a quick-witted, a, a like-minded person that's educated educated with, with, with gold and silver and can negotiate. And there's a several jeers and shouts from the peanut gallery about, we have that, we don't need you. We've, we've been doing this. My family's been, been doing the accounting for Dornberg for five generations. Who the fuck are you to think that, that you're, you're gonna come in and do all that? He goes, I'm also decent with a bow. Um, if there are those that, that, that I can, can, can teach, I will, I will teach. And how much gold do the sons have currently? Uh, last I did the count, which granted was a couple or several months ago, months ago, um, actually probably even longer, but it was upwards of 
360 gold. And where is it stored? Uh, uh, Jack would reside in the Baron's estate, or thereby. I'm not entirely sure, but I could, I'm sure we could find it. It's yours. It's the, the, the town's. It's yours if you want it. I, I have no... I'm not laying claim to this gold by any means. It's the Sons of Red Jack, and by conquest, it's yours, or it's the town's, it's whoever's. I'll turn around, look at Weaver, and say, send someone to make sure that coin gets passed out to the villagers. We're already digging deep into all of the shattered homes that, that the Sons occupied, including the Baron's estate is the only place we haven't yet touched because we haven't yet spoken with Baron Mactier. That's a conversation that when he comes down to speak with us, I'm surprised he hasn't yet, we'll have the conversation at that time. But if he, he does not come down by midday to tomorrow, I think it's time to have a visit with him. So tell me this, Elf. What's your name? Fonwin. Fonwin the Flatulent. That was the moniker they gave me because of one, un one unfortunate chair squeak. Right. Well, if you're good with numbers, I just have one question. Do the Sons of Jack make more gold when your thieves and brigands not only steal from caravans and traders? but you murder their wives and their sons and rape their daughters. Is that worth more gold? He looks you in the eye and just swallows. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay, how about another one? If you're looking for someone and you come to an, an old man living on his own and he doesn't give you the answers you need, do you make more gold if you flay him alive and burn down his house? I don't, I don't think so in that scenario. So then why the fuck did the Sons of Jacks do that all the time? And at this point, uh, I am going to just have like a dagger drawn almost like subconsciously, you know what I mean? Like, just like out, like, how'd that get there? Stick him with it. He talks too much. You don't like when the elves talk. Blood, oh, wow. on the other hand, is quiet now. I will walk up and put my hand on your wrist holding the dagger. Kill her. She is in your way. She is always in your way. Pulling you down. Stretching you till you snap. And when the word snap hits your ear, you actually feel your neck, like in your dream, like pop. You've literally felt it basically come off and you feel it, then it's like gone. And then I'm just gonna turn to Annie, like in through grit teeth, what? Just like right in her face kind of thing. I'm just asking that you think about things. I think that's the problem. That you're thinking about it? 
So what should we do then? Can't decide on this one. It's not as innocent as the last, but... If I'm done setting the bones by now. Yes. Oh, oh and you don't, you'd also hear all of this, I'd assume. Mm-hmm. You're in the cell next door, so... But you come out of the cell now and they close mm-hmm. it. Personally, I'm of the mind that if we can let these people live, if we can trust them to live amongst the town people for a little while, let them train in some new people, like Anaxoria said, and then I say, after, after the Inquisition arrives with whoever is going to protect this town, then perhaps have them serve some jail time, let them really reflect on their actions, and then have them exiled afterward. The words of a weak coward. Weak. He doesn't have the strength to do what you can. You wanted more sons, and here they are. What have they ever done for you? Um, John Weaver speaks up in this moment of silence. He says, well, as Annie said, none of us are without sin. Some sins are far heavier on the scales of judgment than others. But perhaps it is not us to judge. Perhaps that just means that repentance needs to be that much more. But perhaps they can learn by example. And he looks at the three of you and says, do any of you know sin? Do any of you regret actions you've taken in your past? I'm regretting actions I've taken today. <laughs> Namely, being with Earth. Earth, you hear that, that voice. You can almost feel a cold breath on your cheek. It says louder to you, Kill that one. He speaks too much. His weakness will infect the entire village. Kill him. So since, since no one can't hear this, um, no one will reply to the, the original uh, statement. Mm-hmm. And no one will say, um, I have blood on my hands. I have struck down people with my own hands I have killed and I have maimed in some ways. And those lives weigh heavily on my conscience, on my soul. But for every life that I take, I try to help more. And so I don't think anybody 
is truly without sin. And if I were to think that everyone who has taken a life cannot repent, then I would have to accept that I am beyond salvation at this point as well. But I will say that I only do what I feel I have to, and only if I feel that it's just. Upon when the elf um, swallows with dry, dry lips and dry throat, he says, like he's gathering courage to say what he's about to say, he says, with respect, sir, that sounds a lot like bootstrap talk to me. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Everyone's the same. Everybody has the same opportunity. Everybody has the same propensity, the same skills. So it's purely our decision that led us down this way. And in my experience, that's dangerous talk. Perhaps your circumstances were simply far much more fortunate than ours and you didn't find yourself in the same predicaments that many of us did. That does not, not excuse the heinous acts that the sons did. I will never excuse rape and murder of many, if not most of the sons. But at least the three here in these cells are just caution against assuming all have had the same opportunity in life. And simply one bad decision is what we're guilty of. Oh, I think that is a good point to raise. I was speaking of my own circumstance, a circumstance of somebody left without village, without parents at a very young age, who was fortunate enough to be raised to be able to do more and be who I am. Not everybody is given such a luxury. Not everybody has options and opportunities to live the clean life that we all hope to aspire to have. Some are, sometimes we are forced to make decisions that we don't want to. Sometimes we're not even given a decision. And I understand that and I hear what you are saying. And I thank you for raising that point. But we also have to acknowledge that actions, regardless of how they are come about, have consequences. I am currently paying for some right now. No, no, no doubt about that, sir. I, I think you and I are reading from the same book. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I hope I didn't interrupt what you are going to say. I'm sorry, I didn't get that way. I hope I didn't interrupt what you were about to say. No, it's just uh, all this talk kind of reminds me of uh, a slogan the Fenhago have, which there's a monster in all of us, but only a true monster doesn't try to do better every day. And this shit was with the Sons of Jax for 10 fucking years. So what's your sentence? The next hundred, why not do away with them now? 
do everyone a favor. The woman who hasn't spoken in a while, in the, in the second cell from the top, looks over at you and says, you say that, that the true monster doesn't try and do better, but what does that make you right now? Can you do better than, than simply break fingers and kill? Oh, have no doubts, miss. I am a monster. And I'm going to try to stab that guy that's in the cell in front of me. He is all the way back. Do you want to throw your dagger at him? Um, it's a new day, right? Can blood go in and get him? Uh, depends on what on the wording of it. Does it say after a short rest, or does it say at the beginning, like like once, like um, like six strikes per day? Let's see, yeah, I'll check the wording. That's know. a good question. It might say short rest. It's a good point. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, it's say, like, magic item has its own source of power or if it kind of is derived from yours I think blood might be derived from yours but I'm not, I'm not sure it'd probably be at the very last uh... um, six time in one day okay so yes oh shit <laughs> mm -hmm. it actually doesn't say how it comes back it just that's the only thing it says about it after it does it for the sixth time in one day, it drops to the ground and is unable to do it again. So okay. that, I would assume that would mean the next day. Yep. Okay. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, for an initiative thing here, we can if we want. So I'll, I'll ask. I'll give a chance for anyone to stop me if they want to. That's, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. It's... Mm -hmm. So... Um, Norman and Annie, you once again see Irv lifting his fingers to snap after he says that to the woman. I will also lift my fingers to pinch the bridge of my nose and just shake my head slowly. But I will not stop him. If you end this man, then there is nothing, there's no way he can un that he can repent for what he's done. And what if he does more evil, Norwin? If he does more evil, that is true. It's always that, that hard argument of, do you let someone live so they can do more good or let them do more evil? You all assume this scum isn't gonna leave their cages, run to the next mercenary band they know and say, hey, I have a great target, a town with no protection. There's sheep that live there that'll bend their knee to whoever comes with a blade. Let's go take it over. I promise you, I won't. I give you my word for, I, I know that's not, not worth shit to you, but I give you my solemn word. That is not what I'm going to do. If I can stay and help this town, I will. If they cast me out, that's fine. I'll make my way. Mm -hmm. and, if you, and if you're concerned that they're going to do that, then let them sit in here until the time in which they come and have protection. Do it. Do it. Plus, sir, file. He's an accountant. Accountants are weak. I would know. I've... Fucked a lot of them. It seems, <laughs> it seems that your friends are the weak ones. 
Are you going to be pulled down by them always? Make your own decision. Or will you always bend the knee to your allies? I guess, okay, this is a weird question because I can't talk back to the voices in my head, but can I like talk back to this one? If you want to, I mean, you can, I guess, I guess, yeah, like, like it'd be like, he this, knows that's my thing is like, it's like a whisper in your, in your ear, which is different than like things in your head. So that's my thing is like, can I just think? Cause like I can have a conversation in my head with my spirits, but like I had to talk to blood, you get my point? Right. So I, like, I guess you don't really know. I mean, you don't really know. It's okay. Well, I'm just going to think a response and say, I have made my choice. And I'm going to not snap my fingers because my friends keep saying no. As you lower your hand, you can feel that cold breath on your back of your neck and it makes the hair stand. And you just hear. Pathetic. You never deserved what you got. I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder and just give you a nod and say, we'll have a whole body bottle of whiskey tonight. I promise. Tonight's too fucking long. And is there anybody sitting in this desk right or this table right here? Right next to me? Um, sitting at the desk? Oh, no. I'm well, actually, there's someone standing there, but you can see, you can sit there. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm going to sit up there. And just kind of, and try to decompress kind of thing. I know. And warm up. (laughs) (laughs) I know that these, this organization has wronged you very badly. And I think showing your, the patience that you are currently, given all of that circumstance shows that you are a good man, Nafile, and somebody that I am proud to stand next to. A weakling, in other words. <laughs> I assume that even though it's a whisper, I don't hear it, just right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I assume that if we did hear it, you would have said we heard it. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would hand Earth my wine flask with whatever alcohol I have shoved in there. The last dregs? Yep. Take a breather. We still have two more. Three more. There's two in the top cell. Oh, what perfect then. I'll go to this cell and come up real close. This is the middle-aged woman with the wild blonde hair, almost poofy. You can almost see like, you know, see like twigs and, and sticks in there. Not really, but that kind of like kind of has that feral look to her. And she has her, her back leaning against the wall and just looks up at you. My turn? Your turn, yes. She spits through the bars, not to hit you, but just spits through them. And she says, I never killed one. I never killed one. I am the fucking chef. I am the 
bitch that they have make their bedrolls and cook their meals and they fuck when they're bored of what they pillage. But you know what? They saved me from far worse. It's not your fucking business what they saved me from. I didn't take a life, but I don't besmirch the lads, the lasses that Jack picked up that did. They did what they needed to do. And somebody picked them up. Roll insight on the, like, I never killed anybody thing. Uh, it, it rings true to you. You know, you're, okay. you're, you're like, these people are probably good at lying, but she seems just pure emotion and vitriol. Mm-hmm. Not entirely what you're expecting her to say, perhaps. I'm not Yeah, no, it's true. It's <laughs> for you, but it doesn't ring false. It rings true. Mm-hmm. You can judge me all you want, but don't let me live if the only reason is I haven't stuck a blade in someone. Oh, trust me, that won't be the reason. If you have no use here, then we have no use for keeping you alive. Especially if you feel bad for the sons of Jack, because trust me, you might have been their whore, and I know there's much worse, but you do have a choice. Oh, I feel bad for these two here. Gestures to her left at the dwarf and the elf. These two fuckers here, she just gestures on the other side of her wall, the top one that has those two, again, the two that you guys saw tied up previously outside the um minds them they don't deserve any mercy or pity fuck you bitch you hear from the other side the first thing that that top cell ha- has said fuck you katha you crusty hag she goes see i'm simply drawing a distinction between some and others can't lump all within the military together or can you? Let the hag live. <laughs> I'm going to say, thank the Lord. I was getting tired of listening to her and just walk up mm-hmm. to these two. You two? They both look at you. These ones are tie, tied up. The, the other three are not. They just look, and look at each other, look at you and go, well, you want me to apologize, eh? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm real sorry. What did it mean to, to do it? My hand just just slipped. Slipped the first time. Slipped the tenth time. Earth, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Well, then you know what else slipped? My knife from its sheath and it plunged right into old Katha there m- m- more than I wish. And you, and you know what? Mm-hmm. That nice little half-elven tart that was in this cell just yesterday slipped in and out of there a few times, too. Are these stone walls between these cells? Uh, yes, the walls are stone. There's, okay. um, there's iron bars. I'm just going to step back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said, you big, big man to do the work. Trust me, he's bigger than you, but so am I, so. Weaver says, don't. Weaver, don't tell us what to do. You asked for our counsel, now you have to stick with it. I did ask for your counsel. Clearly some 
deserve to take the plunge with a rope around their neck, but that blood should not be on your hands. You have enough. He raped your daughter. Granddaughter. Daughter-in-law. Daughter-in-law. Um, <laughs> yeah, he says, daughter-in-law, it's fine. No, that's terrible. <laughs> um, but just to clarify, it was the um, adult, the mom of Ellie. Um, he says, I am not forgiving the scoundrel, my dear. He will die. He will hang. But that is the job that the town will do. I did ask for your counsel, and I appreciate more than you can know. I think all in this room right now are in agreement on that individual. Let him hang until dead and let us take that, that task. If nothing else, as you said, we deserve that closure and you have enough blood on your hands. I ask that you stay your blade, but do not think we're showing mercy. And what about the one tied up to him? What do you have to say for yourself? I'm not good with words, but yeah, I, 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 I killed, I, I killed pe people. Um, at the risk You're going to have us kill an idiot. Yep. <laughs> If you, no, that's up, up to you. Because manipulating a low intelligence person to do their bidding is something this mercenary band would absolutely do. So really trying I'm surprised to this is the first idiot we've run into. In yeah, this band, you do honest. have a spectrum. You just put one person on it. <laughs> I thought you were saying I have a spectrum. Maybe <laughs> you are. You are making three-dimensional characters. No, 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 no. It's good. That's what I'm saying. This person man would definitely have a, a Lenny for sure. It's yeah. <laughs> Bubbles. Mm -hmm. Ever yeah, seen Sling Blade? Because kind of, that was a good Sling Blade right there. He he talks real real slow, and he kind of talks like. He admits to things, and without the vigor that that previous fellow did, but, yeah. I would say you have a good estimation his IQ would be below 70, whatever that means in our mm -hmm. vernacular. I think it means he hugs bunnies a little bit too hard, and we need to tell Lenny to hug the bunny while we get behind him. Yep. So, Weaver, you ask. Our we opinions. can't hear you, Josh. You're a little quiet. No, no. You were getting quiet a second ago, and then you just dropped out completely. Mm hmm. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, I wonder if your mic was like. Yeah, yep. a little bit. I didn't mm -hmm. hear anything. <laughs> still quiet, but we You're can hear you. You're still quiet, though. Yeah, but we can hear you. Anything different now? No, no, you're mute again. How about now? Yep. You hear that? Yeah. I just unplugged and replugged. Yeah, please let me know if that's happening. I don't know what the fuck's, what the fuck's going on. I just unplugged and replugged it and it seemed to work. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, he, he, he basically just says, I am sorry, though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And just keeps on saying that like a monstrous. And so, I want to sound like a broken record, but no, I can't roll tonight. 
you're like, this guy's a genius. He's only acting like a like an idiot. <laughs> so he's getting out of here. Yep. So Weaver, you ask our opinions, and then you tell us what you're gonna do. So, what's what was the point of all this? You were losing. I'm losing you again, Josh. It's yeah. Just quiet. It's just quiet. Super quiet. quiet. Fuck. <laughs> One second. All right. I wasn't gonna be able to hear that Weaver voice. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> It'd be like if my mic started going out, you guys would be like, and Norwin's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Norwin just faded from existence. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I asked away. <laughs> oh. I don't feel so good, guys. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. I've gone full on. There we go. Space age. Oh, yeah. And you're here right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm there. Mm hmm. Um, what I just, oh, oh, um, John um, Weaver says, I asked you what you would do, what judgment you would pass, but not to pass it yourselves. If your bloodlust demands that you take this man's life, none here, least of all myself, have the power to stop you. I simply asked what you would do, but let us enact your decisions. Hey, Josh, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you lean in towards your computer and say something in that same volume of voice? Oh, do you think it's coming from my... Oh, you're, you're gone again. Yeah, what the yeah. hell? Now you're gone again. I think there's something going on with your computer or something. I was wondering if it switched your audio to your computer audio, but... Mm -hmm. can you hear me this all, all right now? Can I can you hear, hear you, but very quietly. It's, it's quiet again, just like it was with the other mic. Yeah, it's weird. Because it was like, when the second you plugged in this new mic, it sounded way louder. And yeah. then it, it went quieter again, almost immediately. Mm -hmm. I know this is a super inopportune time, but should we take a brief break? Yes, we can take a break. I yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's, let's take a break. <laughs> but, that makes sense. I just want to, yeah, so you guys can think about what you're going to say or do while I try and figure out this, this shit. Okay, sounds good. Perfect. Steven, do you want to, do you want to stay on just for a minute so I, yeah, I can sure. test my, my mic with you? All right. Yeah, sure. I'll stop the recording here. Thanks. Okay. Oh, yeah.